0: What's up, Winject World? It's your two favorite bald guys here. Adam Shively, Chris <laughs> Ross in the house. Money Monday. It's my favorite. Any day that starts with money, I feel like that's a good day, right, Chris Ross?
1: That's right. Every day should begin and end with money. Any day that ends in, why? I mean, or you just have a hobby. <laughs> we don't want a hobby. That's the whole point about Winject Studios and why we're taking the educational approach and apply it to podcasting because we don't like the statistic that you gave me three weeks ago about people not making any coin or any revenue or for their time well-served and delivering their message. So any of that ends in why, move. Let's get it. So happy Money Monday, everybody.
0: 80% of podcasters make $0. I feel like we need to make some sort of gear that just says 80 on it or something like something like the bullseye, 80%, because we are going to eradicate that statistic Mm -hmm. from Podcasting. It, and it is, it is, in fact, Money Monday. Uh, we got some some questions that we're gonna cover. We had some people dial in on our uh, our very brand new community hotline. You see it flashing across the bottom there. It's 843-396-2104. Uh, you can text us your podcasting questions. Uh, if you text us with the word tips, I'll send you a podcasting tip every single week on your mobile device. Um, but we got some questions that we're gonna tackle here on Money Monday uh let's see here let's start off with nina's question nina perez shout out to nina nina
1: Um, what's up nina
0: so here's her question i'll read it specifically uh exactly uh how do you use affiliate links if someone sends you their info for their affiliate link um so i think she wants to know like if she's promoting someone else's stuff Uh, let's just cover affiliates in general i feel like there's a lot of different ways that we can go so where, where do you want to start on this one chris
1: I guess it starts with the approach. So if you are a podcaster and you're doing a lot of like guest interviews, I like to do it. I'm not saying everyone needs to do this, but this is how I go about like my show. Like when I interview a guest and you came on, I would do an intro afterwards talking about how great the episode was and talking about some specifics. Then the beginning of the show, I talk about, Hey, if you're looking for more access at X, Y, Z, like, Hey, you can just do a promotion just a small promotion. Be like, hey guys, I'm, I'm part of Winject Studios. As we all know, this show is presented by Winject Studios. Winject Studios is not a network. It's a community where podcasters come to focus on community, collaboration, to make a collective impact in the world. And one of the main reasons why we're here, and I have different links, I have access to Winject Studios' verified resources and business resources on the back end to really help all of our listeners and all of the people tuning into this great show. So if you want to find out more information, X, Y, Z, boop, and drop it and then move. That's one yeah. way of pre-setting it. Then you go, when you put it into your show notes, hey, I mentioned X, Y, Z, or I mentioned these services. If you get really good at it, and that's why inside of our system, the Adam it hasn't done just yet, but we're in a process of putting all the different links. And obviously the, the where you just click copy and paste, So that way it has your own verified code in the back end of it to ensure you're going to get counted for those types of commissions and bringing people to those services. We'll have a list. And maybe when you're having a guest interview and something comes up, you can go, hey, I I have access. Do you know who X this person is? This service is. If you're looking for these types of services, I'm going to put it in the show notes. That's one quick way of doing it. So that's that's I guess the initial approach. Um, anything you want to add to that piece that can go into a little bit more of a like ballpark view.
0: Well, well, affiliate links are where a lot of newer podcasts start to initially make their first few bucks. Sure. Like right. that's like where I when I first and you can kind of get lost in it, but like if it makes sense. Uh, Like if I'm going to, I interviewed from a health show, a woman that uh, was one of the scientists from Four Sigmatic and Four Sigmatic, they make this mushroom coffee stuff and they're like, Hey, let's set you up for an affiliate. And that way, when, if anybody buys any of our stuff, when we talk about it on your show, you get a commission. I'm like, cool. That makes sense. And you can use the same formula that Chris just gave you where you kind of shout it out at some point in the show, have it connected on the, um, uh, the show notes. And then also a lot of people will have. They have like a link tree or or something where they can right. host it maybe on their websites like friends of the program recommended resources and all the stuff is there so that that's kind of the the basic big picture overview.
1: I like uh,
0: that with it with, with the affiliates.
1: Right, I like that a lot because you're not just trying to promote one service. You can just do it as a hey, just a quick reminder before we start today's show. I do have a link to click on in the show notes that has all our verified resources. And yes, I am an affiliate for because it's part of Winject Studios as a whole, as a company and as a as a community. So if anybody needs these services or you know someone that does, is in desperate need of them and they're there at your, you know, obviously your disposal.
0: And honestly, the strategy that I would use, if you have more than one affiliate that you're, that you're pushing out there, like... Within Winject, we're going to have several different things. What I would personally recommend, if you've got the the website skills to pay the bills here, I would set up a resource hub and talk about the feature thing, but then send them to yourwebsite.com forward slash resources. And then that's the link inside of your show notes as well, Mm -hmm. because they get on there and they see the whole menu because maybe they don't just want that one thing. They want this other thing, too. And that way right. they see all of it and not just that one thing. They see the menu. And I think you'll end up with more sales out of that.
1: Right. And it does take out the component of people not trying to sell on their show. I mean, because I know how it is well, is. I speak to a lot of podcasters and that's one of the things that I kind of put into consideration when I was starting to like reach out and doing, I went, I don't like to use the word white label. It's not really a white label. You're using these services because they're attached to the community as a whole. That's what the whole the whole idea behind us trying to apply the educational approach to this business model, because they're, you know, this set up in very similar to the music industry where the artist doesn't make any money off of whatever they're doing. That's not the whole approach. So I see the podcasting networks right now that they're, they're doing is they're having a show on their network and tapping them into their resources. But the only person's actually benefiting is the network. Well, that we're taking the industry and we're trying to flip it on its head to where we're serving the podcasters, podcaster centric. And that's, that's important for us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And to kind of paint a picture for you too, Nina, and everybody else that's listening, this isn't just for Nina, but I'm sure there are other people that are out there listening. Uh, So like when we bring in a new verified influencer and they've got some new program or whatever that, that we can promote, I want to do some education around that where, like I'll do a special call like all right here's what it's all about here are the key talking points here's what mm-hmm. we should be mentioning like it's not just going to be like get your link and, and start talking about it like I want you to be efficient I'm really hoping that if not all these partners many of them will be willing to do like a free webinar that we they can are. push people yep. to and then that way it's not like it's like just get people to our, our free webinar they're connected through your link you're good you're you're attached to them any sales that come out of that your commission's coming through so Um, that's something like, so we're not going to like offer puke on you guys. It's going to be like, Mm -hmm. all right, here's the real big focus point. Here's our menu. Here's the focus point right now. Here's where we're the, the program product service that we're really focusing on launching right now. And then we go to the next one, the next one, or whatever makes sense for you. But there's going to be education around that. Um, and that way you can really make the most of your energy and efforts. And that way you can kind of see, I would love to have some sort of a calendar also of like, Here's what's coming next. Here's what's coming next. And that way you guys can map out. Like I know some of you record content a month in advance or two months in advance. And that way you can get that plugged in if you want to promote it or have your your resources link or whatever ready to go. So uh, there'll be lots of planning around this is what I'm trying to say.
1: Right. Um, and that's the, the whole idea behind the branded two-minute commercial. And, you know, hey, Tina, you know? that's the whole idea behind those commercials of running those on Winject um, Studios or Facebook, LinkedIn and YouTube. When you have your own time slot where you're coming on to promote your show and getting more eyeballs or more earbuds on, on your content and obviously your show, that's something that where you can drive them towards. And it's done by the commercials. And it's done by Carlam and our beautiful Carlam, the ones that pushes all the buttons. Don't hit doing it. Don't hit anything yet, Carol. But it hits one of the buttons for the commercials, and it pops up. And that's where all of our verified business resources on the back end, the ones we structured in, in helping out our community, they will be doing those type of testimonials and those type of information, I guess, commercials for people and driving them and bridging that gap because it's you can't just say, "Hey, Adam, go here and." request information, you got to bridge that gap.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, honestly, Chris, with like, you've given me a sneak peek of who we're bringing in and I'm really excited mm-hmm. about it. I, I honestly think like people could go next level with this and like, I could see our members creating a product or a service where all they do is kind it's almost like a concierge into our our options that we have with our affiliates, where they're like, you're gonna pay, like let's say Nina does this and she's like, all right, if you're an entrepreneur, then I've got Nina's blah, 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 entrepreneur school that you're gonna pay me whatever per month and I'm gonna teach you how to use these other resources Mm -hmm. and I'm gonna direct you into there. And like, you're making money at both ends and that's the way that it should be. And the, the cool thing about affiliates is that if I sell a course and Chris is an affiliate and he refers somebody, He's just sharing that link. I'm making the sale. I'm doing all the fulfillment. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm all the product delivery. Now that's good and bad because it's good if they do a good job and they take care of your people. It's bad if they don't. And that's why we're verifying all these people. Yeah. And it's not just like any, you know, Joe Schmo podcaster can get in and sell a thing. Like we want to make sure that they are legit, good to go, verified on what they're actually delivering. And that's, that's really where, where Chris has put in a ton of work.
1: Um, And I appreciate you saying that because there is a a ton of work because I'm leveraging my resources and my connections. So I'm I'm not saying I'm going on and putting myself on the line. What I'm trying to do is I'm saying, hey, I've already vetted these companies. That's my skill set. We're a one-stop shop of an educational hub. That's what we do. We're here to change lives as a mission. So the only way we can go about doing that is ensuring we have the proper resources on the back end to really support us. As a WinJack studios, yes, we're going to be a, you know, broadcasting and media, you know, production company doesn't just specifically as and goes towards podcasting for that's the first leg right now. That's the first phase it's going to apply to podcasting. That's where a lot of people are living, but a lot of people aren't making money. So why don't I go after the first shiny object and go after the first bottleneck that I see hit podcasting then I'm moving over branching over bridging that gap to to music bridging that gap over to TV and that's what we're here to do is turn people into not just a content creator a powerhouse when it comes to media and curating your content the best way you know how to drive more business to you and yes it is all about leveraging if you want to get to the top 1% into 1% it is all about leveraging it's not you doing and creating yourself it's who do you know and who can you leverage on um, the other schools and the other things that we're putting on the back end of this, I can easily create another program and sell it to a trade school. I've already, I've already ticked that box and crossed that off my, my. I guess you would say my journey, Adam, is like, all right, I'm going to build my own program and sell it to a multi million dollar deal. Well, I don't want to do that anymore. I've already done that. I feel like I'm going back in time. Well, let's shine a light on some people are doing it right now that are still hungry in that game and they're going to over deliver because of my relationship and our relationship with them.
0: Yep. Yeah. That's it's a symbiotic relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, a good example, like for those of you that are out there thinking like who, like, obviously we're bringing a lot of people to the table. Let's we'll just use like a more broad brush example of like, let's say that you um, use a certain program, product or service a lot with whatever it is that you do. So for me, I help a lot of podcasters build their web platform out, or it was like yeah. you know their lead magnets, their courses, stuff like that. And I use the Kajabi platform. They've got a referral link that's that I have connected. That's my affiliate link, and I share it out, and then I get a kickback every single month from mm-hmm. those referrals that I'm having. And you know now I'm, I'm I'll bring in about six or seven thousand dollars a year just for my my Kajabi link that I've done work with, and that's awesome. That's like they do all the fulfillment. I'm just connecting people to that that service. So think about like, is there a software? Is there a product? Is there a program that mm-hmm. you use a lot that you might as well be making money off that referral if, you, if you're referring people to? So think along those terms and uh, yeah, we'll, we, won't, uh, we won't steer you wrong.
1: I, I'm going to touch on one thing you just said. It's all about mindset also on top of that and approaching somebody you use and you actually help out in driving business too. A lot of people, they're not going to approach, a, I guess, one of those companies and say, hey, I would love to promote some of your you know, the products and I use them right now for my own podcasting show. And I'd be, I would love to. I mean, do you have some type of referral program or an affiliate program where it will compensate me and, and also help me with my outreach and, and just trying to provide a service for people? Ding, ding, ding. Every company, I'm telling you right now, every company in the world will say yes. Yes. They're always looking for ways of decreasing their marketing budget of the year, always looking for a way that's a free customer for them. And it's done through a testimonial. and it's done through a satisfied customer. That's what it's all about. And that's the leverage piece on the back end of this. Look at, look at this in a bigger picture. Also, when you have these services, we're not just, you know, of course, you know, this is a home for podcasters that come to focus on community collaboration and make a collective impact. We're all opening up and I do have a lot of services on the back end of this production services. We have show show notes, links, um, websites. You have all you know, transcribing them. It doesn't really matter. We're also providing for if someone's out there and you are a podcaster within our community and you have someone out there that wants to start a show, guess what? We have those too. I have, we have covered every direction known to man, of that in one angle in to media. I mean, there's some entrepreneurs that I know, a personal friends that are in that seven figure type of income. And they've never thought about podcasting because they figured it's too much time. And I was one of those for a long time. I mean, Carolyn's going to look like ears are going to burn right now because I've been asked for years to do podcasting up until I saw that it was a need for my businesses and pre-COVID and how do I train 13,000 people indirectly? Well, podcast is a way of doing it. Then I was left after I did that deal, I was left with a podcast show, a dope ass show. I was like, what do I do now? Well, let's move on. I kept just, that's the whole, that's the whole idea behind what we're trying to do in the, the culture we're trying to develop from the foundational level. Everyone's going to win. Everyone's going to eat. Everyone's going to do what? Win. We got to win. If you're not winning your day, you're losing. And the only way you lose is if you're not adopting the proper principles for you to condition your mindset. And then you look at every opportunity as an opportunity. Even when you lose or you have a setback, that's a opportunity for you to learn a different way of going about doing business. So there's seven figure earners and these, and these multiple business owners that I do know that I'm, I'm starting to tap into them and say, hey, would you like to start your own show? I can provide those types of services for you on the back end of this for us to stay focused on outreach and really creating that type of culture within our community where everyone's going to eat and everyone's open to share. Everyone's open to share. And that's what it's all about.
0: Yes, sir. Uh, one final point to kind of tie this one up before we go to Oris question. Um, if you, Obviously if you're working with us, anybody that we're bringing to you, you're, we're going to make sure that your commission is maximized. Now, right. if you're going to some other service or, or like you've got a product you want to refer to that you do a lot of business with don't go through just their website and sign up for their, their regular affiliate, contact them and go, I'm a podcaster. I would like to promote you through my podcast. And I guarantee you, they'll give you a higher percentage commission. Like there'll be like 5% or 4% or whatever. I bet you almost get double that by saying that you are a podcaster, just using that. And any chance that you get like all these things behind me, I get for free. From from mixed tiles because I'm a podcaster and like oh let, let how about we give you fifty free tiles okay awesome thank you my five thousand dollar infrared sauna free because I'm a podcaster they go hey will you do a live cast on Instagram once a week from my sauna sure they sent me a, this <laughs> this sauna so like dropping the podcaster card as often as possible will get you uh, more stuff and so that's that's a a good place to tie that one up um, let's talk uh, Orist. Um, do you want to take a stab at Oris' last name? No, Oris' the old guy. Oris' the old guy. He's got a, a harder-pronounced last name than I do, if That's and that's saying something. Uh, so Oris wants to know about this uh, platform that we're on right now, Chris, StreamYard. How should we be using or who should be using StreamYard if they are a podcaster? How do we take advantage of this? What are all the bells and whistles? Why why is it the place to be? Why are we using it?
1: Right. I was on the Brian Covey show. When I went on his show, he had, he was like, All right, man, have you been on StreamYard before? And I was like, No. <laughs> I was like, a, Of a StreamYard version, I guess you would say, my first time. So he was like, All right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to hit this button. We're about to go live and I'll hit this button. So it's going to play some music, put us on mute, and then we'll go into the show. I was like, Wow, that's pretty cool. So he did it. And I was pretty amazed. I was blown away. This is back in September last year ish or so. And he hit the button. I felt like I was on a game show. I was like, Wow what a way increasing your you know the person your your guests and then also your listeners experience of tuning in and it makes it feel like you're on a TV show it's like wow that's pretty cool so that's that was the first step and i remember and actually if you go back and listen to the show where i was a guest on Brian Kobe love you man but when <laughs> that was like yo i got to step my game up when i don't say things like that on by accident i'm like okay well, alright level up time to level up so i was recording off of zoom This is back in a time where Zoom like really slowed down the obviously it was you would just say it was HD, but it wasn't HD. It was like it was really awful. I was like, well, how can I assist my staff on editing and getting you know social media clips, the clarity of it? So I was actually using, I was recording off my computer and Zoom at the same time just to get the clarity of the footage. That just obviously doesn't help, right? I mean, it causes more content time or more time served for my editing team to chop it up and do different things. I so like, okay, well stream yard has as a setting where you can do these, you see all these beautiful like set setups. Well, David Carolyn's brother does all that stuff for us and he puts it all together. So when we're on here, we can, it's recorded, but you can do a little edits. There's a, there's so many different ways you can do it. You can do, you can get recording off of audio and video, make it easier and it's set up to where you don't need to put it into a themes. And then when you want to broadcast it on YouTube or broadcast it on something like that, you can, you can obviously can do that. Um, that's one of the things we're going to do also with the back end of the, um, the win-win effect is obviously my show, what I've been showing people. My show goes live on Tuesday mornings at 3 a.m. Eastern time. It used to go live on Monday mornings at 3 a.m. Eastern time. I change it to Tuesday because obviously do Monday Mondays. So I change it to Tuesdays. But then I also, when I launch it, that's for people that like audio, they want to consume the content by audio. Then I set the feature, like a featured video on Winject Studios and say, hey guys, I know that this is the audio content, but this will be featured at 2 p.m. Eastern on our Winject Studios page. And if people like that, they'll go there and they'll they'll download it or watch the video, however they like to consume the content. It just gives you a lift. It gives you a different way of being able to deliver the content on how people want to consume it. So, I love StreamYard. It's pretty cool. Plus, you can go live on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube at the same time. It's just so many different ways you can actually utilize this pro, um, platform.
0: Yeah. If you, I, I'm pretty sure Oris goes live. Like, if you go live, this is the place to be. Like, if your your mm-hmm. podcast is also a live cast, this is 100% the place that, that you want to be just because of the production value. Like, you see the the screen, and you've got the the intro, the music, the little scroll bar across the bottom, like all those features mm-hmm. are awesome. And if you want more of an interactive experience, you know the, the comments are popping up. Uh, I was on a show uh, called "Content is Profit" with the Biz Bros down in in Florida, and they've got a sweet setup, and it looks really nice. And like, but they are, I, I would say they're equal part live casters and podcasters at, at like. It's almost more of a live show and they take the audio and put it out as a podcast as a second thought. So if that's if you're like equal in those things, or if you're a little bit even more live cast is more important than podcast. then this is like, this like zoom is like the dark ages (laughs) compared to this. Um, And you can do so many more things.
1: Well, another, and that's another point too. You mentioned um, the people I had a friend of mine that, utilize his YouTube channel. He got over like, a couple million things, he got the plaques and all that stuff. He was like, well, I took that content to the audio content, made it into a, obviously a, a podcast and took that content and took turned that into repurposing and then turned that into a blog post, turned that into a couple promotions and campaigns for himself to drive more business to the end result of him gaining more customers and more clients for his business. And then they're resharing it and he built in a referral program of people resharing his content. There, if you look at it, any way you look at it, you'd have to think outside the box. How can I record content and then take that content and distribute it in five or seven different ways? And it's easily done if you know what they're doing. And that's, you now obviously when I reached out to you when I went on your show, like people are calling themselves coaches, but they're not, they're recording their content, but they don't know how to distribute their content in the right way and utilize it and leverage. You need to leverage your content. You just can't record on video and don't do any edits and then then try to launch it as a podcast and in a video. It's the way that you're perceived. If you don't pass that first initial test of this person's legit, then they're not going to come back to your store. They're going to go listen to another podcaster. But just the way that you look and the way that you're coming across to your marketplace, you're holding yourself to a higher standard. And that's what StreamYard can do for you.
0: It makes you just feel fancy.
1: Yeah, I feel fancy. You get the music and you, got- <laughs> you get. The music I, I like to
0: dance every time Carlum hits the music. I like to dance a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I got my swivel chair going for my my Cuban hips. You know that works good. Uh, now you touched on something there about leveraging content, and we mm-hmm. got we got a little bit of bonus time, so we might we might as well use it well. I feel like one. One of the biggest combined mistakes that almost every podcaster that's not making any money is doing is they aren't leveraging their content, but they also aren't leveraging their connections that they're making when they are, are talking to these people. Mm-hmm. All they do is they just interview and they just they just produce that episode after episode and they're like hustling and they're putting out a lot of episodes, but then they're not breaking that content up like Chris suggested, but then they're also not doing any sort of connection follow-up with those people. Those people could be affiliate partners. They could be yeah. program launch partners. They could be clients. Uh, they could be people that are referring you business. Like I get referred business all the time by previous guests just because I follow up and I connect and I am like, how can we invite them to right. connect to the next thing? And like there, there needs to be time spent nurturing both your content and also the connections from the people that are helping you produce that content. And so if you feel like you're somebody that's just going you know, machine gun style, interview, 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 and that's all like you feel like right. you're doing. That's probably your first mistake.
1: Right. And I love that you just said that. And that's why we're going to open up the live Q and A's and giving everybody a time slot. I mean, if your first couple ones are just talking about your show and talking about some of the guests and then going into detail about these guests, right? So, hey, for episode 68, 69, 70, and 71, these are the guests and just go over a brief overview and just promote your show. Yep. Promote that one specific episode, and you can retarget your approach. Uh, there's a there actually is a retargeting campaign within the Women Effect. And it's how I was able to resurface so many downloads. Was I would get out with a show, come out with another one, do a bunch of posts until my Instagram got hacked. But my Instagram, I would start to post and promote ten like about ten days before the next episode came out. And then two weeks later, I would do some older content and some videos and recycling that. And I did a blog post and an email campaign just to remind me, hey, if you didn't listen to this episode two weeks ago, here's a, here's the statistics, here's what people are saying, because I was doing a live Q&A, and all you're doing is you're getting more eyeballs on all of your content just in case someone has a horrible week and they get so sidetracked. And they're like, oh my God, I'm, I'm like five episodes behind. It's okay. We're here to talk about that on a live Q&A. Here's what you missed.
0: Boom. Um, yep. Boom. It's it's a web that that we can control. Now, obviously, Chris has a team. Uh, I, I hired my first ever virtual assistant last week. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. Like <laughs> so, like <laughs> getting help. If you do feel like you are somebody that is machine gunning interviews, and that's all you feel like you're doing, start looking at virtual assistants, teams, outsourcing, you know, things like that. Uh, delegating to somebody like, you know, pass the buck along so that you can create content, but also, uh, you know, we should be able to nurture some of these things. Or maybe you have a team that helps you break up that content like like Chris does. And then it's all over the place. Like you probably shouldn't be the one that's in there going, okay, I got to create seven videos for this and then send all these emails. Like Chris isn't doing that, right?
1: No, I just, it's impossible. All you're doing is you're taking time off from what you should be doing. Like stay within your zone of genius. I know my zone of genius. I don't I don't ever take my toenail and put it over that line for too long on what I should be doing. I mean, we have obviously have been working extremely hard on some of the tweaks and adjustments we needed to during the beta phase. And I'm, I'm grateful for all these little tweaks. And then I couldn't even say it setback. It was like pretty much a roadblock thrown right in my face. I remember I called you that one day was the day that you're having a heart attack. I was like, I oh, want... The- what the fuck am I doing? I was like, holy shit. I was like, I gotta make these moves. And then Adam goes into the hospital and I'm like, what the freak is going on? So here I am. You know, <laughs> that's the way and the way I look at it, that's the universe's way of making sure that we deserve it and we're doing it for the right reasons. I could have easily been like, man, the hell with it. I got all these other things going on. I could make money from that, mailbox money and just do different things. But I'm so passionate about this idea that it's not just a Belief. It's a strong conviction because I know it's true because I've already tested the marketplace for it. So just take a step back in whatever you're doing and think about how much energy are you wasting on energy suckers out there and energy drainers when it comes to pertaining your business. Me interviewing guests and me having conversations, me going live like this, that I'm plugged into my source. This is what it gets me more hype. It gets me, it just brings me so much joy to help someone. But when I'm looking at copy and I'm trying to sit, structure a deal and I'm using a different part of my brain where I'm going, you and all those gears are turning, I don't like to live there that long. I need to do something to reset. And reset is all about me resetting on what my true purpose and my gifts are at that time, whatever that might be. For some people, they love website stuff but we can outsource these things. And just to let you know on a website, the next probably like 48 hours, this sucker is live and in color. So by Wednesday, <laughs> you, I, I might bring on the website people to talk about it. It's gonna, it's this is this is pretty, this is pretty. So I'm excited for this.
0: Yes. Okay. We, we got another question from Nina here. Should we have a podcast page on our site or just a link sending them to the podcast site like Apple Podcasts? Um, what are your thoughts, Chris?
1: I like the I like your own specific page talking about podcast. Yeah. So if you have a, you have a, I've been to Nina's website and I love Nina's website. If you go to Nina's website, if you have a thing for a tab on podcasting, one thing that we're going to be doing with the new website, we're going to show you, we're giving a little giving you the blueprint on how to separate yourself from everybody else in the marketplace. You'll have featured episodes, last blog posts, some of the top ones in 2020, some of the top ones in, in the last like six weeks, you'll have different ways of being able to, Get more eyeballs on your content where people go to your website and they'll stay there for a while looking at all your information. Think about what websites right now. Websites right now are just a landing page for someone to go to. We want to create a home with our website for them to just sit there and consume the crap out of our phenomenal content and shine lights on the people that need it. So that's what, that's what this is all about. It's like people like Nina, she's bringing on some phenomenal guests that I've actually interviewed. Phenomenal guests. Well, how much attention are you bringing those phenomenal guests? And what are your touch points afterwards? Can they go to your website and consume the content without getting sidetracked? And that's the whole idea behind the YouTube thing. You get sidetracked on YouTube. I'll go on YouTube right now and start watching a video of WinJack Studios. Next thing you know, I'm watching, freaking uh, Dr. Pimple Popper or something. I'm like, what the freak is going on with my tag words? <laughs> get know what I mean? So drive, your acti- drive the activity and drive the intention and put that, put that in your thought process as a podcaster.
0: Beautiful advice. All right, Winject World. I think we're good for this episode of Money Monday. Uh, if you have any questions that you want us to cover on Money Monday, text us, all right? You want to text us with our direct community number. Um, I'll, I'll set it up. Uh, just text us Money Monday uh, to 843-396-2104, 843 843-396- 396 21 Oh four text money Monday, and then send us your question that you want us to cover about monetizing your show. You got sponsorship questions. You got, I got something to sell type of questions, affiliate type questions, whatever they are, blast them to us. We are eager, ready and willing to take care of that. Uh great, great show this Monday, Chris Ross. Uh, I can't wait to see what happens with the website here on Wednesday. What? And what uh, is this real life? We're going to loose. <laughs> <laughs> the,
1: the, the
0: podcasting education hub that we are creating is going to be unlike anything else out there. Uh, we appreciate you and, uh, Carla, go ahead and roll the beautiful Winject closing footage. See you, everybody. Peace. This podcast is part of the Winject studios network where podcasters come together to focus on community collaboration and collective impact. For more information on how to apply to join the network, go to www.winject.com. That's W-I-N-J-E-C-T dot com. If you're ready to make a difference through podcasting, then we're ready to see you there.